0: This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of misgendering. Also, some parts get a little loud. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday I have a night class. Friday we continue to be gay. Saturday Hello and welcome is to my day of Sunday, Sunday. yeah, it's still gay and we also record our a podcast. podcast. My name is Jen. My name is CJ and we are your co conspirators in plotting. Whatever the heck it is that cisgender straight people think it is, we're doing. I put a little Shakespeare <laughs> flavors well, on them. there.
1: Love it. Uh, CJ, could you tell us whatever it is that's on the buy schedule for today?
0: It's a Coca Comeback Tour. Woo! We've also uh, so we've gotten a lot of feedback. More Shakespeare, more uh, disc jockey. So I wanted to incorporate that a little. Um, anyway, Shakespearean <laughs> disc jockey is our goal. Wait, sorry, so quick. Why get in here. Um, if there was any Shakespeare play that would have one of the characters deliver all their lines like a, shakes- uh, like
2: a disc jockey, which would it be discuss? Mm, I want to say Macbeth, and I want it to be the, uh, the porter. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, not because it would be fitting or good, but just because it would be wrong.
1: See, my first thought was, like, <laughs> festy and Twelfth Night. Mm, mm. I was thinking that. But also I just want to point out that I'm that asshole that we are not in a theater, but you saying Macbeth made my heart like skip a beat. I'm I mean like,
2: <laughs> we are in my apartment, which is borderline a theater if you True. Any place
1: is a theater. If you're poor enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we are.
0: <laughs> okay. So we should finally, at long last, introduce why I slipped into jockey mode and who it is we're talking to. Uh, this is Wyatt. You may remember him from episode five, Everything's Changed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the first time that we are having a guest return because, as Jen and I have discussed Briefly, a.k.a. for an entire episode dedicated to ourselves, a lot can change in the course of a year. So this is one example. So we're so happy to have Wyatt back. How are you, Wyatt?
2: I'm so happy to be back. Yeah, because after that first one, like literally three months later, everything changed. Like... Then it was like all of a sudden none of those things were true anymore that were true about the first the first one.
0: Not even the title of it is accurate.
2: <laughs> like not even. Yeah,
0: the yep. queer journey truly never ends. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so what happened back there?
2: Yeah, yeah. I tell don't know. tell us
0: all about it. <laughs> um. Probably we may want to start with at least like where you were before yeah. versus where you are today.
2: What's funny is like. So when I was, like, setting up to email yous about what I wanted to talk about and, like, all that, and, like, thinking about what my queer journey was, I realized that I don't remember coming out as non-binary. Oh. People were using they, them pronouns for me for, like, I think maybe three years. Like, I don't know. When I met you back when I interviewed you to be in my theater company. Yeah. Did...
0: Okay, so we met each other actually before that, uh, during one of our friends' like um, yes. readings of the rover. And uh, I stalked you on Facebook afterward because I thought you were really cool. <laughs> and um, That's what you And your, your profile had they, them, so I was like, oh, word, they use they, them oh. pronouns. And then um, <laughs> we spoke in person later, and you, like people use she, her around you, and I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was they, them, but... I, I will admit when I was wrong, <laughs> for sure. And then people are like, it's they, them. And I'm like, what? Oh, my
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I think the point here is that it was really squishy back there for a while. Like, yeah. I was out on Facebook just, like, in that you could choose any pronoun, and that was the one that I chose for a while because I was like, I don't know what it means to be a woman, and that's what people told me I was when I was born. So, like, so I'm just, we're going to say nope for a while. And right. I'm not going to do any of the genders. And I'm just going to do do a me. Right. Um, Which was fine and, like, worked for a while. But it was also really hard to, like, I feel like I was in this, like, very non-binary closet that was, like, where people who were close to me knew and, like, got my pronouns right and... But I was really unwilling to um, enforce them on like my family or you know strangers or anyone. Like mm-hmm. I if I met someone new, like I wouldn't come out when I met them. I was like, I don't have the energy to deal with that because like in some ways I feel like it's a lot harder to explain or like teach people about non-binary stuff than it is to teach people about yeah. like binary trans stuff.
0: Yep. Mm. Yep, yep, yep,
2: yep, yep. You know, which, like, because, like, even now, like, I still use they, them, and he, him pronouns. But when I'm around cis people, Mm -hmm. um, I don't give them those options because I don't feel like explaining, like, (laughs) what being non-binary is. Like,
0: you don't give them the option of they, them? Yeah, I'm like... stick with he, him? I'm like,
2: let's keep it as simple as possible. Like, we're not gonna
1: never give the cis any options <laughs> yeah, True. <right>. True. <laughs> you lay down the law with them all they know.
2: <laughs> yes um but yeah so I, I think i was just like in this weird non-binary closet for a while where i wasn't out to anybody except for people who i knew like would do a good job mm-hmm. <laughs> because i wasn't willing to like I don't know, put myself out there to have the expectation of cis people that they would get my shit right. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, like, have the hurt of them not meeting that expectation. Mm, yeah. Which is still a thing that, like, sucks every day. But I'm like, I it hurts enough to not... It hurts enough to to to, to not do it at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, it's... I'm unwilling to accept she, her pronouns in any capacity. And so it's like... I'm like, well, we have to now. Now we have to come out all the time and like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 I was in a similar boat as well. With like, I I feel this way, but enforcing it is exhausting. But yeah. but mm. now now it's a sort of point of no return type situation. And uh, but also like me, you changed your name. I did. What was that
2: like? Oh yeah. Um, that was fun. I. I was using the name Michael for a while because it was my middle name slash last name slash like part of my stage name before and I was like this is a good and important name in my life and I was like yes like let's go with it but then I was like everyone has the name Michael. If I'm going to, like, <laughs> choose my own name, like, I can have any name I want. Mm. Um, and, like, I didn't want such a common name. And I was like, that could be my middle name. And it is. And, like, I love that I have a middle name. Yeah. Um, but I got Wyatt because I let a friend of mine, like, actually someone who I was dating at the time, but um, I let her name me. And it was, it wasn't so much like, so I was just like, I don't know. I want like a different name. Like Michael's boring. And she was like, okay, I'm just going to start like saying names. And like, if you like them, then like maybe you'll take one. And it was like very chill. And it was like, you know, we were like hanging out and like having other conversations in between. So it wasn't like we were just like banging our head against a wall. Like, what is it? Uh You know, it was more like, um, we're chilling and like shooting the shit and she was like and when she said Wyatt I was like that's it he's my name and like I love that it's a cowboy name Not that, like, I feel like I'm a cowboy or anything, but, like, I don't mind if other people feel like I'm a cowboy.
0: (laughs) If people want to just assign that label to me, then I certainly won't deny them that. I think
2: cowboys are cool and sexy, and, like, everyone's like, oh, like, Wyatt Earp, and I'm like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, And, like, it means brave warrior. Which, Ooh. yeah, which is cool. And, like, my middle name is Michael, which, which means talks to God. So it's, like, Brave Warrior talks to God.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a headline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's,
2: yeah. So um, so I like it a bunch.
0: Well, I also like the name Wyatt, but that's because I always call you YY Puffy on the Yumi Show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there are lots of really good nicknames, like... Um, One of my stage names that also is a nickname that sometimes my children used, I say my children, well, okay, Uh, they're not really my children, I don't have any biological children, I'm a teacher. Right, (laughs) I do the same thing all
1: the time, I'm like, oh, my kids, and people are like, you?
2: Yeah, no, wait, no, I don't have children, but they are my children.
1: My children are cats, I mean my students.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so, so yeah, so, on on stage, and then also sometimes my my kids will call me Prince YY, which which I adore. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. If
1: it was still the age of my space, you could go by Wyatt Riot. <gasps> I mean,
2: there's nothing stopping me from or doing that.
1: If you ever get into, like, I don't know, comical burlesque, you could be Wyatt Burp.
2: That's good. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Um. So, uh...
0: You changed your names and started including he/him pronouns. Yes. Uh, still identified as non-binary in some capacity.
2: Yeah. the The word that I like to use to describe myself is transmasculine, mm-hmm. um, which like I'm still working on like what that really means to me. Mm. Um, but so far, what I've got is I'm on the non-binary spectrum, and <clears throat> I have a stronger leaning towards masculinity and and that that comes out a lot in the way i like present my gender like with what with what i wear it's like i i don't typically i don't wear like female coated clothing anymore um but like i do have dreams of um one day feeling confident enough in my masculinity that, like, I can and, like, mm. will wear more makeup. And, like, sometimes I'll put, like, some glitter on my face or, like, mm-hmm. make my, my, my eyebrows colors or, like, my lips colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like doing that, and like, I like wearing eyeliner sometimes, or guyliner, um, <laughs> if I'm feeling particularly... <laughs> guyliner, because there are two
1: genders, guys and eyes. Yes.
0: <laughs> guyliner, because it's 2009, we're all reading Twist Magazine, and Billy Joe Armstrong is back. <laughs> yes.
2: Today, someone told me that my hair, I have green, a green mohawk, and it was coming out of my neon yellow ski cap, and she was like, you look like your Green Day. <laughs> so it's funny that you say that. But like, and also, I love that sentence of like, you look like your Green Day, like not like, not like <laughs> Billy Joe Armstrong, <laughs> but like the band Green like, Day. Just the concept of Green Day and
1: what it is they stand for and, like, (laughs) what they do. Can I just say, every time you wear yellow or orange, I just think you're, like, the most handsome pineapple (gasps) in the
2: world. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. I'm gay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, then we're here at the right place. Yeah, okay, Okay. good,
2: good. We did it, we made it. Gay club. Yes. (laughs) Good.
0: So, um, additionally, within the past year, you um, have... Acquired more
2: bows Oh yes, that's true Do go on
1: <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant like hair bows I was so confused with That's
2: funny second. because I did used to wear a lot of bows in my hair As I a meant, youth
0: or, No, I feel like I've seen like I, yeah. I feel like I've seen you rock a bow In your adult life once or twice It's true, I don't have
2: them anymore Like Traded because... hair bows for romantic bows Yes, mm. yeah. yes. <laughs> Um, yeah Um yeah, I, I like, I, I like that. I like the, the, the communal aspect of polyamorous dating is, has been a thing that I've been enjoying a lot lately, which is like, um, you know, not, it's not the, um, that's not a universal truth that just happens to be true for, like, the humans that, like, I I'm in relationships with right now
0: Right Um, Like not every polyamorous relationship Particularly Is like a communal thing
2: Yeah But like because of like Who I am as a person And the types of people That like um, That I tend to be attracted to um, It's like we we, It's like a It's pretty squishy and good And like You know Everyone has been getting along really well And you know We all enjoy each other's company And I feel Mm -hmm. like I've got like a Community which, like, boy, howdy, is that nice.
0: <laughs> um, could you uh, give a, the briefest of overviews? Because I know we have the cishet monogamous folks who listen to this <laughs> here podcast. Do they? Um, At um, least two, I would yeah. wager.
2: What's that like, guys?
0: <laughs> I still haven't figured it out yet. I'm I'm trying to... Do studies on it, and it has. Like, <laughs> I thought I knew once,
1: but yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, um, like I think that uh, there are some misconceptions in terms of like what polyamory looks like. Like there's like a idea that it's like a sister wife situation across Oof. the board. Um, so I'm interested to hear you use the word communal because like I do see that like hanging out with you and like the sort of relationships that you have. Uh, but for people who don't know you like what what does that look like?
2: Um, it looks like juggling like five Google Calendars <laughs> <laughs> like um, I like it's like I remember I'm like maybe I don't know a couple weeks into dating um, one of my partners, she was like she like emailed me her Google Calendar and I was like, <gasps> the next step but like I was having my own google calendar crisis that like we don't need to get into right now (laughs) Like I I was like there. so like one of the weird I don't know one of the things that you don't talk about about like coming out and like being trans is like the ridiculous like oh now I have to get a new email now I have to get a new google calendar Uh, and like when you're like me and you um, over schedule the shit out of yourself Uh then like the The prospect of a new Google Calendar, I feel like I could cry right now, just like recounting it daunting. to you. It was not an okay oh, time gosh. in my life. I was it was the hardest part, honestly, of coming out. I was like trying to like rejigger my. I'm like kind of kidding, but I'm not. No, no. The hardest part
0: for change, of changing my name was having to change my name in my Domino's profile.
2: <laughs> it's like the Online. little things that you like don't think about, but like are like, ridiculously I, hard.
0: Yeah, I felt like I got to that page of the website, and they're like, "Oh, someone's here. <laughs> Order your garbage pizza and leave, please." <laughs> um. So you mentioned before that you uh, work with your kids, <clears throat> aka your students. Um and it sounds like you are out to them in terms of your gender. Did they get it?
2: Yeah. Um coming out at work was actually really awesome. So like before I came out as trans, um one of my friends was interviewing for a job at at my at my place of work and um and used they, them pronouns with me, which, like, I wasn't out with my they and them pronouns at work because, like I said, I didn't, I wasn't out about that really anywhere except for, like, with my very close friend circle. And my boss, like, the next day was like, hey, like, have we been using the wrong pronouns for you this whole time? Mm -hmm. And I I think I mentioned this, like, the last time I interviewed with you guys. um, And I was like, yeah, it's okay. It's fine, though. Don't worry about it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And she was like, "Well, like, if you ever want my support and like figuring out how to come out to the kids, like, I have like the resources to do that. Like, there, are, there are like companies that um specifically focus on helping people come out in um Jewish education settings. Which that's I work at a um after school Jewish education program, um, and so." So like and uh the program that like that helped us actually uh, is called Keshet. So if anyone's like <laughs> if anyone is in specifically this situation of being trans and hey. trying to come out to your kids in your Jewish after school program, you they should hit up be. the folks at Keshet. It's it's true. And like actually I've had like people recently like ask me that question of like, Hey, I'm trying to come out of my Jewish after school program. How do I do that? And I'm like, Well, let me tell you <laughs> But so, yeah, so I, like, knowing that that was there made it really easy, like, a month later when I was like, oh, yeah, like, I do need to come out to these kids because I'm changing my name and, like, mm-hmm. and I don't want to hear my dead name anymore. Like, yeah. so, um, so it made it really, made me coming out, like, at all in general really a lot easier um because i was like i have the support of my like place of work which is not a thing that everyone can say
0: oh absolutely and like
2: i don't take that for granted and um and so yeah so and one of the cool things about my program is it's like we have um we've set like a lot of framework of like creating safe spaces and like we have like an agreement that that we collaborate on with the kids where we figure out like um what is what our values are as a community and like so like things like we love each other the best way we can everyone gets to be themselves you get to ask questions things like that Mm -hmm. um and so we like cited this like uh breed agreement thing Mm -hmm. that we have and we're like we're like this is um this is how we take care of this human who we love we're gonna call him Wyatt we're gonna use he him pronouns and and that's that and so like for the most part like The kids took a bit to adjust, and like sometimes would, sometimes they still do ask me kind of funny questions. But like I've I've come up with like a lot of um, canned things that I tell kids about being trans Mm -hmm. that are that I feel pretty good about. That are like, um, can I get
0: one example?
2: Yeah. So when kids are like, um, how come you're a boy now? (laughs) <laughs> Which like I love and, and I get that one a lot mm-hmm. um, I'll be like Well it's not that I used to be a girl and now I'm a boy It's that I didn't know That I could be a boy And have the body that I have I mm. thought that having That kind of body meant that I have to be a girl And I found out that's not true mm-hmm. And So now I can Do what I want <laughs> now I can do
1: what the fuck I want, kid.
2: Yeah, and now,
1: laws don't apply to me anymore. Yeah, <laughs> be gay, do crimes.
2: Be gay, yeah, don't do, do drugs. drugs,
1: and then you skateboard away.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that's such a great response, and and I'm really happy <laughs> that the kids are like, cool.
2: Yeah, they're just like, oh, okay, and like then we move on, like yeah, with yeah, the kids. next whatever ridiculous thing they want to tell me about.
1: Who knew? Kids could be like. Understanding and accepting when you give them the chance to be. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Oh. Or like literally any answer
0: to a question because I feel like that's what kids
2: crave. My kids like correct other, like they correct grown-ups when they make mistakes <sighs> yeah. with my pronouns. Yeah. Which I'm like, I feel like I have like a like a horde of children to, to come to my aid when, when people fuck shit up. <laughs> I
0: want to hear a chorus of kids go... His name is Wyatt! Actually, <laughs> he's a boy! <laughs> oh. It's so good. That's amazing. It's so good. Alright. Uh, you answered this question, these next two questions a year ago, but I want to pitch them right back to you. An update. An <laughs> update. What is something you want to hear or something you don't want to hear, rather, from cishet people. Ever again. Now you get two things that they can never talk to you
1: about ever again. Free
0: bonus.
2: I like, there's so much I want them to never talk to me about ever again. (laughs) Dish. I want them to Google before they ask me stupid questions.
1: Ooh. Yes, 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 yes.
2: And I still really, really want them to default to they, them, or ask someone's pronouns before they do, before they, they make an assumption. And I want them to introduce themselves with their pronouns so that I don't feel like a weirdo every single time I meet someone new and I'm like, hi, what? He, him. Like, I don't want to have to do that alone. I want everyone to have to do that. Yeah, for sure. So I hate feeling like, I feel like that's one of the things I hate most about being trans, like, and I love being who I am and like... But, like, I hate feeling like people have to make special accommodations for me. And, like, yeah. that's one of the things that can, like, make me, like, really feel like shit. But, so. if, we,
0: mm. but if we, like, apply accommodations across the board. Yeah. It's, like, it's like how, um, like, uh, wheelchair ramps to buildings. Anybody can use a wheelchair ramp, but they're really helpful for people who need them. It's yeah, true. It's like that. If you make the world around you accessible to everybody... Then that means everyone can access it. Hooray. It's true.
2: And like, okay, to like make it more of a positive statement, I think one of my favorite things that cis people do for me sometimes, or like not even cis people, but like any friend of mine, is like when I'm having like, when we're having a conversation with someone, anyone, but like particularly someone new, Mm -hmm. and then they'll like, I like to think of it as like, so you know how people are with their dogs and they're like, with their dog's genders. Yeah. And so they'll be like like, "Oh, what a good puppy. She's so great." And they'll like use the pronoun that they that that's their dog's yes. pronoun right away mm-hmm. so that like no one has to ask, "Is your dog a boy or a girl?" and like yeah, or like and get it wrong and like have that whole like weird interaction. I want to avoid that whole weird interaction too, but for me, so like I really like it when my friends Talk about me in the third person And use my pronouns in front of a new person Yeah And then I don't have to mm. stress and wait To see if they're gonna make a guess and be wrong
0: Yeah, I love when cis people come in with the Like the swerve assist mm-hmm. Like if the somebody's assist. like Wow, sorry, podcast cancelled <laughs> <laughs> Why well, is now dabbing uh, But I, I mean like If somebody was like If somebody who is a stranger is like Oh, look at CJ, she's at work right now. And then a friend is like, yes, they're working really hard Mm -hmm. right now, CJ, this person who,
1: they are very good, and eventually people ideally get it. See, this is beneficial to cis people too, though, because, like, as someone with severe social anxiety, I would love to gamble less when meeting new people. Yeah. Like, why would you want to gamble and then potentially make the situation, like, weird? Yeah. Just, yeah, just, like, default or, like... Introduce your pronouns first so that the other person doesn't feel weird about it, like, Mm -hmm. and then nobody ever has to feel weird ever again. No, uh,
0: I've, no. I've, (laughs) I've started making the conscious effort. If I'm introducing people, I will be like, uh, Jen, this is Wyatt. He is a Jewish educator. Wyatt, (laughs) this is Jen. Uh, She works at their museum or something like that and, like, try to incorporate as many pronouns as possible. Like, uh, like, or as many of that person's pronouns as humanly possible. So it can be, like... All right, you know what the score is. Jen uses multiple. Wyatt uses he, him exclusively. I
1: love that, and I also love the idea of just doing, like, a real run-on sentence for our friends who are pronoun
2: indifferent. Like... Yes. <laughs> yep,
1: yep, 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 yep. You have to
2: know a lot of fun facts about them.
0: So, cishap people, take our advice. Incorporate pronoun introductions into your day to help your local uncomfortable trans person. And your yourself <laughs> in the
1: long run, actually. <laughs> Helps just, everybody. Just, like, pop them in your Twitter bio. Or, like, if you're an actor, put them on your resume. Put them on your resume. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I right. put them on my resume. I saw right the a um, play recently <gasps> where in the playbill, in the bios, everyone yeah. had their pronouns yes. listed. And now every time I've been to a place since, I'm upset that there aren't pronouns. Because I'm like, how do I Slay. refer to this person? I love <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, yeah. 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 So I... It.
0: What's on your gay agenda? You can add more items now.
1: Gay agenda too. Ooh. The return. Wait, I had one and I can't.
2: Oh. Well, I mean, like, other than, like, smooching, like, the entire city of Philadelphia. <laughs> um, True. You know. I mean, like, I could leave it at that. But I you... won't. I won't. <laughs> because. <A little> bit. <laughs> Even if you did, that was a pretty big goal. Philadelphia is quite large. I know. But, like, while I'm at it, I'm also trying to, like. It is my personal goal, like, in my various jobs that I do to, like, create safe spaces. Um, and, like, not only safe spaces, but, like, queer dominant spaces. Mm. Um, but, yeah, safe spaces for people to be their queer selves and um, take over the world.
0: Yes, hell yeah. That's. <laughs> I feel like any one of those is an environment that you have curated with uh, the hummingbirds, of which you're the artistic director. Yes, uh, where we both simultaneously actively create uh, safe places for queer people to uh, create, and also we're all smooching all of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> collectively. True.
2: It's a snuggly, cute group of queers, and I love them. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll say that you're you're well on your way because having done a couple shows with you and even just in being your friend I always feel very safe expressing any queer thoughts or like uh, going out on a limb and saying like I think maybe this about my identity and it just always feels like a, a Okay, place to say those things, even if I feel like I have to, they're like really dumb, basic things. Oh, so, yeah, like, I'm so glad. Cool. <laughs> Good job. Yay. Great friendship. Yay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good friend. You're
1: like a walking safe space. Oh my
0: God, stop. <laughs> the crying. accuracy. <laughs> All right. Enough making Wyatt cry. But. Now, time to make Wyatt play games again. Yeah. Yeah. Time to
1: make Wyatt sing again. Is
2: that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay, it's great. Round two.
1: Yeah. Okay, so last time we had Wyatt here, we were like, hey, write some queer anthems for us for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've learned nothing. We're going to make you write more songs. I love Yay, improv. Musical improv. I will give you new prompts, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you in the zone. Wait, sorry. Hold on. Uh,
0: because I will be adding tracks into this again, like I did last time. Naturally, sure. you know good. who I am. Please don't bang on the table like you did last time. It was really hard to,
1: to, to figure that out.
2: I will not Great. bang on the table. This I vow. Thank you. All
1: right. Uh, let's start off with something. I don't know if it's easy. Let's start with this. How about like a good... Gay
2: song for the club. You know gay you're song in for the club. club okay. The gay club. I really like your fun hair and your sexy nose ring. Cause you got a nice eyebrows. And I like your. Wait, I want to try again. is not good.
1: <laughs> no, I liked how you got a nice eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was what? draft one. Why
1: was that just a song about you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he that... did
0: just get a septum piercing.
2: It's true. the 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 question is like, you know, there's like the old the, the old age old joke how how many months on tea until you get your septum piercing comes in? <laughs> Turns out like about seven. I don't know. I don't know how many months on tea I am. It was like in May.
0: All right. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Uh, Wake up the club once again.
2: <laughs> yeah, wait. What even is a song that you listen to at the dance club? What is? What even is? What? I'm sorry. Hold been on. Been You're asking Jen or I. I don't. Know. What is in the club? I feel like I it's, don't know if I've been to a club. It's not my genre, y'all. But like, I feel like it's something like <laughs> pew pew pew
1: pew. Yeah, yeah. This is something. And it's like,
2: <laughs> um. We're all wearing shoes today And we're dancing in our Doc Martens Gotta dance! Oh, keep dancing Keep dancing Keep dancing (laughs) 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 Oh shit, we already wrote this song (laughs) I
1: really like that it tackles such queer issues as We're all wearing shoes today
2: But they're all Doc (laughs) Martens And I think that's important and gay That is queer culture Get, get, get
1: Get. How about after after the club one, let's go to something that's, like, super in your wheelhouse. Okay. How sad. about, like, a good, sad queer <laughs> song? You know, like, those, like... You know those sad
2: queer songs. Hey
1: Wyatt, do you know how to write a sad song?
2: You know, I don't know if I've ever uh, written a sad song before.
0: Sorry for everybody who's not friends with Wyatt. That is exclusively the songs he writes on guitar. (laughs) He'll just be like, I don't know guys, here's this song. And then by the end you're sobbing.
2: (laughs) It's because like, I don't need to write songs when I'm happy. Because I'm busy being happy. (laughs) All right, so So sad sad song. Okay. Why you gotta She hurt me Cause I'm a fucking boy I don't want you To Fucking look at me If you don't know I'm a boy (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay,
0: that's, that's the one I think that's going to be my ringtone <laughs> Even though I'm not a boy
1: <laughs> um, Okay How about now Just a simple ode To the denim vest
2: <gasps> oh. You're a sexy bartender At a lesbian bar And you wear a denim vest Because it's practically the uniform at Toasted Walnut everybody at the Toasted Walnut wears a sexy denim vest and it's gay because we're gay
0: This seems targeted. Like it seems like a very specific insight.
2: <laughs> no, it's just true. Everyone at the Toasted Walnut does wear denim vests and are sexy. And
1: that that first line really spoke to me because it felt like a finally a queer response to "Don't You Want Me, Baby?" with the whole like "You were working as a waitress oh at a <laughs> In a denim vest.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: All right. Thank you for those beautiful, beautiful songs. Oh,
2: you're so welcome.
1: Do you have anything you want to plug?
0: Like, say, for example, hypothetically, if you were the artistic director of a queer company in Philadelphia mm. that was uh, producing an upcoming play for which you were a uh, lead collaborator on, hypothetically.
2: Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, oh, as a matter of fact, I, I really? am the artistic director of a very, very queer theater company that casts and works with m- m- a majority of queer and trans folks. Um,
0: we all got gayer in the fiscal year, like, observably. It's
2: true. Everyone got gayer. It's funny because, like, we didn't. We, were, we did not come into it as gay as we all are now. We yeah. just found each other. Through our dark closets, we just like blindly groped through this like black closets of our, of our gayness. And then we found each other. But yeah, wait, so we're, we're gay and we make theater and we're doing a show. It's called We'll Sleep When We're Dead. And, um, it's gonna go up during Philadelphia Theater Week, which is, uh, February 7th through 17th. And if you want information about what specifically, when those, those shows are actually happening, um, you can check out our website hummingbirds.com or a facebook
0: yeah just gonna spell it real quick that's h-u-m-n-b-a-r-d-s people get confused
2: it's true it's a marketing nightmare it's my fault <laughs> <laughs> but at know. least you own it
1: okay. I had a, a fucking epiphany. Yes. You are talking about how we all found each, like, everyone finds each other in their dark closets. Because I, In my experience, yeah, like, I had a group of friends, and then we all turned out to be queer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you know how in Monsters, Inc., all of the closets are connected to the monster world? <gasps> That's real life, but the monster world's the gay world! Ugh! Anyway, like Jen, that. just go ahead and plug your social media. Yeah, uh, if you want, if you want more <laughs> deep thoughts like that one I just had, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore glittergoblin underscore, and I link to all my other social media junk from there. So
0: yeah, cool. And as always, you can find my gay agenda on iTunes. If you are there, why not rate and subscribe and all of that, and tell your friends. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. As of recording, we are one person away from 800 likes on Ah! there, which is pretty wild. So by the time this airs, I'm pretty confident we'll get there. So I'm already overwhelmed, and thank you. Uh, But more people should go ahead and like it, because we post stuff on there. Um, And speaking of posting stuff on places, if you want to look for more stuff we post, like extra podcasts or Jen's artwork or whatever it is I come up with and contribute to the team, Um, we have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash mygayagenda, and uh, you could uh, support us for as little as, like, a buck per month. And you get exclusive content that we publish like my partner and i did a review of the movie the never-ending story because i had never (laughs) seen it um so i watched it for the first time and then we talked about it um so you can get sweet sweet content like that and jen's incredible artwork um by helping us out it it, we really appreciate it because this podcast is not free (laughs) or at least its maintenance is not free it's free to create a podcast but like the maintenance of it is it costs money and time
1: Okay, I just need to stress because CJ got a little self-deprecating back there. Okay, back. no, hold on. No, hold on. I I draw art and I make dumb games, and CJ does literally everything else because they're an amazing powerhouse of a human being. I meant, anyway, I meant, until next time. I meant for posting on the Patreon, not in general. I know I'm a good person.
2: It's like terrible how you fight like this.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry you had to be here for this fight. Anyway, I hate when Ren and Ren fight. <laughs> Until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Fight the power, love yourself, go write a queer anthem. Yeah! Woo! And that's our gay agenda.
0: That's our gay
2: agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just want to exist. That's our gay.
0: Agenda. No, go ahead. What is what is our theme song? No, no, I'm holding this to you. What is it? I'm still recording. That's our gay agenda.
2: That's our gay agenda. We just want to exist. And there goes the, There
0: goes all of the spikes. All right, yep. I'm gonna. I'm there gonna stop. There goes the levels.